hard work every day. Not an easy mom, got no time to play. Always on the go. You stuck on the flow, but it's time for the show. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Not For Lazy Moms. You know our motto, if you look good, you feel good. I feel pretty darn good today. Um, We got a really fun topic. I'm in the studio with my favorite co-host, Allie. Hey, so excited for this topic. Yes, this is going to be really good. And my handsome husband over there, Chris. What's up? Still hanging in there. The (laughs) only man, he holding it down. (laughs) Doing his thing. But... I was literally on Twitter the other day and someone tweeted me and they said, what do you do on those days where you just feel like everything's going wrong as a parent and you feel so overwhelmed? And I said, I just count down to bedtime. (laughs) Like literally, I have those moments. So today we're going to discuss the overwhelmed parent. People love to front like being a parent is the greatest thing in the world. And every day is like smelling a rose. I mean, my kids are great and all, but there are days where I literally just want to do over. Like you can prep the night before, put the kids to bed on time. They sleep all night. They wake up and it's like a cloud hanging over their heads. The fussing, the whining, it's like only doable when it's like a direct response to something, like no snacks, okay, you whine. You know, it's yep. time to go to bed, you whine. Okay, I get it. But what do you do when the whining is for nothing? <sighs> and it's never ending, and <laughs> oh, it's like nails God. on a chalkboard. Yes, so it's those days where you feel so overwhelmed, you just want to lock yourself in a closet and let them figure it out. <laughs> like seriously. But you know their hands will go under the closet reaching for you, creeping oh, in. Yeah, It's like Tales of the Crypt. Like seriously, <laughs> they just haunt you. It's like you can't get away from them. And then mentally, when you have those moments, you kind of feel bad because you're like, all right, well, they, they just love me so much and they're dependent on me. But you really just want to get away. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, it's crazy. So somehow you'll get to the point where your mind just calms down, you regroup, and then you deal with the kids who got literally put here to test your patience. Mm -hmm. So it's crazy because I remember when it was just Christopher. I think it was a little bit more difficult being a first-time mom when it came to the whining and the fussing because I was just like, "What? what is the problem? Like, you have everything. Right. I, I'm literally waiting on you hand and foot. <laughs> you get <laughs> bottles made to order. You get naps when you want them. You can lay right on my shoulder. You're the most comfortable person in the house. Like you get the best sleep. You get the best toys. You get all of my attention and you're whining for why. Right. <laughs> I so, want your life. <laughs> right. I'm like, I would love to be a baby. Exactly. This adulting is it's very overrated. <laughs> so like, I'm just like, with him, when when we just had Christopher, it was like, how do I calm my nerves so that I'm not getting frustrated as well? Mm-hmm. It's the same as in relationships. Like when you have an argument with your husband, somebody has to be the bigger person to say, you know what? I see you're frustrated, so let me not be frustrated too. Me and Chris had to work on that for a long time. No doubt. I would come to him with something, and then he would get mad. And I'm like, wait. <laughs> How, how is this possible? Like, you're the one that's wrong in a situation as far as I'm concerned. And never I brought wrong. it to you. I'm never wrong. Um, right. I, <laughs> I would bring something to him and then he'll bring up something from a month ago. Okay, like, that's not fair game. You can't do that. Dude, bring it up when it when it's relevant. Don't yeah. bring it up because I'm on you right now. Like, <laughs> So it's like the same thing with kids. It's like, I can't get mad. Let me calm myself down and really try to figure out the root of the frustration because there has to be a reason either you slept terribly or you just want some attention yeah it's just one of those days where they're just extra extra needy actually one of my friends she was uh recently over and she isn't married doesn't have kids and she saw that sam my three and a half year old was just behaving i mean whining at everything didn't matter what i did as you're describing yeah and then he took a deep breath with me and he said he was sorry. Mm-hmm. And so I immediately, you know, we moved on from the situation. And my friend goes to me, how do you just move on like that? Like, how do you just like, <laughs> you yeah, exactly. She was like, I, I feel like I would never be able to forgive and move on that quickly. I'm oh. like, well, then that you're going to be miserable being a parent because I'm not getting with their personalities. You got to move on and just let it go. Yes, because kids will teach you. How to not hold a grudge. Yep. Because think about it. How many times do, even me as a kid, my dad loves to joke about this. My dad could yell at me, put me in my room, and be pissed at me. And I'm, you know, I'm the one that's wrong. So I'm just like, okay, daddy, you know, I'll go sit down somewhere. And he'll come back, Moni, yes? 
can you make me a peanut butter triple decker? He used to love a peanut butter and jelly triple decker. And you had to do it just right. Put the jelly on the top. Put it in the toaster oven. Had three slices, you know. That sounds uh, peanut so Peanut butter good. triple decker. Put it in the toaster oven just the right, right amount of time. And I was really good at making them. So he was like, one thing about Mo is that I could yell at her. I could beat her behind. But as soon as she, like, gets to her room and then I want something, she's like, okay, daddy. Like the most forgiving because that's how kids are. Mm -hmm. They just kind of move on and just say, all right, whatever, because they still love you as a parent and they literally will teach you how to let a grudge go. Yep. Yes. So one thing that I notice is that when my kids are like super whiny and fussy, I really feel like they just want some attention, especially now with having three kids. It's times where I tell them, if you feel like you need mommy's loving, just say, mommy, I need some loving. You know, or just say, mommy, let's cuddle or mommy, I just need a hug. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. I will stop what I'm doing and I will sit there and embrace you. So yesterday, Christopher, oh, Lord, he's so <laughs> emotional at times. Um, he just was whiny, like for no reason, as far as I was concerned. I'm like, dude, like, what is the problem? So I'm sitting outside. Actually, I was like preparing for these podcasts. I'm typing. I'm on my computer. He came outside. I told him, I said, you know what? Get your books. Let's get some books. And you read to me while I'm doing my work. So he's like, okay. Immediately stopped crying. Hmm. He was good. Then our uh, nanny's there. So I'm like, okay, she's about to take Milani and Chase on a walk. Do you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. He goes inside the house. He gets his shoes. And then I hear whining again. I'm like, what is the problem? Why are you whining? I don't want to go for a walk. I'm like, dude, you just told me you, you just did. just said it, yes. Then don't go. Literally, you just said it. I right. said, so Chris is like, look, he don't want to go. You want him to stay or you want him to go? I said, you know what? Come back outside with me. Come outside. We sit there. We talk. He said, mommy, I just need a hug. I'm like, okay. We sat there and hugged. I was like, all right, let's take a deep breath. He took a deep breath in his nose, out his mouth, and hugged tighter. So that's our thing. You breathe in. Let it go. Hug tighter. So I'm like, give me a good squeeze. So we just stand there and squeeze. And then he starts laughing. <laughs> then I start laughing. And then I start tickling him. And then he gets happy again. And guess what? He went for the walk. Oh, good. They just want attention. They just want love. And with him being the firstborn, I really pay special attention to him because he is the only one that's not used to having other kids around. Mm -hmm. Milani's used to it. She's the second. Chase is used to it. He's the third. But Christopher has to deal with the most change because he's the oldest. Right. So I, I just tell them all the time, if you need a hug, let me hug on you. But I do feel like a lot of times that fussiness comes from just wanting attention. And I remember you said that to me because I, one of the many times that I, you know, first time mom before I had my second and I was complaining about the emotions of Sam and the temper tantrums. And mm -hmm. you said to me, sometimes you just need to get down to their level and give them a big hug. Yes. And from now on, I mean, that's like my first go-to before anything else. Mm -hmm. See, well, my, my first go-to back then, back in the day, was, you know, yell at them, fuss at them, go to your room. <laughs> right. But Monique taught me that. Just give them a hug. And yeah. a lot of times it works it out. I know, because yelling at, at them, like, makes it a thousand times worse. Yes. And don't get me wrong, they, like I definitely yell at them. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. Oh, yeah, we but all they cry do. more. Yes. yes. And Just, then you're frustrated because you're getting hyped up in your uh -huh. emotion. So, and, it, and it's not easy at times because there are times where they're acting such a darn fool and then they'll, well, mommy, I just want a hug. And sometimes I'm like, get away from me. I don't, like, in my head, in my head, I'm like, get away. Like, yeah, mommy needs some space. Right. But I have to basically suck up my emotion. And I even tell my kids, I'm like, listen, just because I'm mommy doesn't mean I don't get frustrated like you. It doesn't mean I don't want my own time like you. Mm -hmm. So there are times where you have to bear with me. So there's times where, I mean, they could piss me off so bad and then they're going to bed and we have this thing where it's like, I love you. I love you too. I love you three. I love you infinity. I love you infinity and beyond. Now they got a new one. I love you infinity plus infinite days. I'm like, <laughs> so we'll go back and forth with that. And there's times where I'm so irritated with them. I just want them sleep. The, mommy, I love you. I love you too. Bye. <laughs> I love you, Infinity, mommy. And I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. No, it's so funny because early, early when Monique first started, Monique was like, you know, I just want a do over. I just want it to be over at times. Forget the do over. And let's just skip this day and move on to the next day. I know. Day. And then that last hour before bedtime on those days with like the, just the dark cloud over you, that last hour before bedtime feels like a thousand hours. Oh, like my God. Right. It is the slowest moving the hour. The minutes go by so yeah, I, slow. No doubt. I just can't wait till I hear this noise at the end of the night when I finally sleep. <laughs> Pop that wine cork open. <laughs> 
the electric wine opener, and that is my highlight of the night. Uh, Just get through uh, the day and pop that wine open. Yep. That's it. Fall yes. asleep to the TV. Call it a night. Yes, right. I have Leaf picking up a bottle, a, a case of Camus today. My assistant Leaf, she's yeah. I was like, we ran out of Camus, and we've been out for like a week. Like this is not. That's this just, isn't. This isn't good. So we're drinking <laughs> off brands, trying to make it That's through, and it's right. really not good. It's not the same. And, and it's so many people that are tell me, oh, if you like Camus, you'll like this. No. I've Negative. never had Camus. Like, what? What? Oh, you need to come to our house. Yeah, come over. Yes. We'll come over for a wine powwow. Okay. It's amazing. It's the best cab you'll ever okay. drink in your life. And it messes you up because then you don't want anything else. So we, we've we turned so many people out okay. <laughs> when it comes to wine, when it comes to wine. <laughs> but yeah, but no. So that's definitely one of the things that I always suggest. If your kid is whining, give them a hug mm-hmm. and just hold on to them. Even if they're kicking and screaming, just hold on to them. They'll eventually calm down because they'll realize I'm getting exactly what I wanted. I just wanted some loving from you, one-on-one attention. Um, Another thing, boredom. Yes. Boredom will get them in trouble. Mm -hmm. Whenever, um, say for instance, I have someone at the house watching them and I'm upstairs in my room trying to get stuff done. You know, I'm like writing articles or doing some prep for Not For Lazy Moms. Um, Anytime I hear them arguing... And then I'm hearing them get sent to their room. To me, it's not fair when you literally have kids sitting in the house, not doing anything fun. And now they're getting frustrated. So they're taking it out on each other. And then they're getting sent to their room. Because it's like you're getting punished because we didn't have a plan for you today. Right. It's not fair. It really isn't. And sometimes I really feel bad for them because it's like I really have things to get done. So those are the moments where I have to kind of like put my plans on the back burner to make sure that they're entertained boredom will get kids in trouble because that it's another cry for attention. They want to have something to do and it's not fair when their only way to let it out is to get in trouble with each other and start arguing and picking and stuff like that. So immediately I'll be like, "Uh uh-uh, come out your room. Let's go. Let's go for a walk. Yeah. Fresh air. Let's Mm -hmm. go outside. I have this some type of project or something. Yes, yes, we'll do arts and crafts. So I've been brainstorming different ways of interacting with Christopher and Milani when Chase is taking his nap. He takes a two hour nap from 12 to two. So I'll like I had some flower pots. We painted them. Then the next phase was to let them dry. And then we picked out the seeds we wanted to plant. And then we added the dirt. It was like a whole process. And then we did some box guitar one day. We took some boxes and cut it up to make a guitar. Oh, that's and cool. luckily we have like a lot of wine corks. And that's what we use for the little, <laughs> you know, things. So, yeah, it was like really fun. And they really had a good time. And Milani likes, they like doing anything arts and craft like most kids do put on some music a lot of times when I'm home with them by myself I don't even turn the tv on we're Same. literally just in the house talking engaging in some type of way I started doing this reading thing for Christopher it's called uh learning learning something I don't know but it helps them read even better and it breaks it down really well to the point where I started noticing that Christopher was having trouble reading because he wasn't correctly saying the sounds so if I asked him what sound does M make, he would say ma. And I'm like, no, it's mm. Hmm. So once I started noticing, I'm like, what sound does L make? La, no, oh. You know, right. I'm like, okay, that's why you're having trouble reading. Because you don't really properly know the sounds. So even though they learned that in school, somehow he was getting clicking. by mm-hmm. with these wrong <laughs> right. enunciations. So I basically um, got this little kit for him. And he loves it. Every day after they're done eating breakfast or after they come in from outside after lunch, we'll sit down. It has like a little CD that you play and it goes through the whole alphabet with the sounds. Milani has been doing it with us. So it's like just finding some creative things for them to do where they're also learning mm-hmm. is amazing. I love it. So how about you with, with Sam? Um, how do I... When he's bored. Oh, when he's bored. Yeah, what do you do? So my go-to is to get out of the house. Like, I cannot be in the house, whereas Matt and I are very different. I mean, he can play in the house with Sam all day, have the TV on, the music blasting all at the same time. I am not like that. I'm like, I need to go to (laughs) a playground. I need to go even, you know, let's go to the grocery store. You can pick out your own box of popsicles. Like, I'll try to make activities like that or um, go to a pottery place. I just, I love to take him out of the house because I just go stir crazy. Yes. (laughs) I can't do it. 
That's the best thing. And then usually they'll fall asleep while you're driving back home. Uh huh. I'll do a couple laps <laughs> around the neighborhood. Like, oh, they're they're not sleepy yet. Okay. Oh, uh, where are we going, mommy? Oh, just kick back and relax. Can we play do the what phone? You do. Yeah. <laughs> no, no phone. Just relax. Let's yeah. just talk to each other. Next thing I know, they start dozing. The head start nodding. I'll do one more lap. Uh huh. <laughs> and then it's like I pull in and I take them right upstairs. Take the shoes off. Put them in the bed. And do they get stay asleep? Sometimes, if it's at night. Like, say, for instance, it's their bedtime right. and it's like 7, 30, 8 o'clock. Oh, yeah. They'll say sleep. Oh, that's I'll nice. literally undress them and they'll be asleep the whole time. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Now, Christopher is the hard one because he's six years old, but he's 75 pounds. <laughs> so it's literally like carrying a grown man. <laughs> like, for real. Milani's so dainty. She literally weighs the same as Chase. Oh, my. Chase is Stop. nine months and they weigh the same. Oh my God. They're both 31 pounds. <laughs> so, Milani's 31 easy. pounds? Yes, my little big munchkin. <laughs> That's my little pumpkin man. That's what I call my pumpkin so man. So cute. He is. Pounds. He is 31 pounds and counting. And he's like a little sack of potatoes because he's not as long. Right. Milani's tall, so it's stretched out. So, it's easier to carry her than it is to carry Chase. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, easy. Take them upstairs. Christopher, oh my God. I'm like heaving up the steps the whole time. Oh my God, it's crazy. But um, but yeah, it's it, it, it definitely works. Whatever you have to do for your sanity. And it's nice too because if I just need to like get in the car, put them in the car and, and we drive and park somewhere, mm-hmm. I can check whatever emails I have coming in and they're just sitting back there chilling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they don't even get care. Get them snacks, call it a day. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. Look, there's so many ways we, get, we can get creative to have things for our kids to do and also check off some things on our to-do list. Absolutely. So, yes. So um, what do you do for like mental frustration for yourself and the kid? When I'm in the moment and I'm incredibly frustrated, I, you know, just like we tell our kids to take deep breaths, I do the same thing. I have to yeah. do the same I, thing I mean, well. I really, and I have to remind <laughs> myself, a lot of times I'll like clench my fists and just like, my jaw gets so tight where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so frustrated. Yes. I need to remind myself to take a, a deep breath and calm down. And also just walking away, even though Sam follows me, even though he'll be pulling <laughs> on my shirt, screaming, mommy, mommy. I just kind of like zone out and yep. create my own bubble where I'm just ignoring the outside sounds. <laughs> and and that helps me ease my frustration. Also, just Carving out a little bit of time for me every day, whatever that means, because I get so overwhelmed, you know, overwhelmed parent Mm -hmm. when I, you know, want to take Sam out of the house, but also have a thousand other things to do. So just finding whether it's like 10 minutes to run on the treadmill, just 10 to clear my mind, you know, little things here and there just to keep myself sane. Yes. Now, Chris, you I remember when we used to have to get the kids ready, we're gearing back up for school, obviously. Um, I remember when we would have to get the kids ready for uh, for school. Chris is not a morning person. Not at all. And my kids are, they're very much morning people, but sometimes, you know, when you first wake up, if they didn't go to bed on time or if they're, if we're, I hate having to wake them up. I would much rather them wake up on their own. But there's times where we have to wake them up. Christopher does not like being disturbed. He wants to wake up on his own. So Chris and Christopher used to have the roughest time. You want to talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, when Monique would get up to get them ready for school, you know, it's a smooth flow. The kids are happy and they're having fun. But when I get up, I'm already grumpy as it is because my body's hurting a lot of times. And I'm trying to get up. And Christopher's just fighting me on everything, brushing his hair, brushing his teeth, washing his face. And I would just yell at him, you know, and, and fuss at him. And I'm just like, like, why are you giving me such a hard time? And then Monique told me they just need some loving. Just stand there and give them a hug. And I started doing that, and it really worked. And it kind of puts you in a better mood, too. Yes, it does. Right? No doubt. Just anything to keep them quiet. But at the end of the day, that's still my baby, so I love them. And once I do that, I do feel better about it. Instead of yelling at them all the time. We we talked about this before, but Chris came up with a morning song for them. And that's what helped inspire his morning song. We're going to be happy Happy in in the the morning. morning. We're not going to cry all All day because it's beautiful sunshine and it's it's coming coming our way. Hey, Hey. and that's it. I I didn't finish it. And they literally get excited. Like he'll walk into the room and he'll start singing that song to wake them up. Mm -hmm. And then we'll open up the blinds and then, you know, they'll start smiling. It just makes them laugh every single time. And uh, and sometimes Milani will be like, no, it's going to be a bad day. And I'm like, no, no, it's not. (laughs) Yeah, they do that. (laughs) But yeah, 
good. So we had fun with it. And for me, I'm such a, I'm a very affectionate person. I'm, I'm a cuddler. That's why my kids are the same way. So whenever I get them dressed in the morning, it's more like, I, I'll like cradle them in my lap and I'll tickle them, talk softly. So my approach is a lot different than Chris's because Chris would just walk in and be like, throw underwear it's time at to him. Get up. <laughs> yeah. get up. Christopher, I said, get up. I'm dragging him by the ankle right, out of the right. bed. Like, get up, man. <laughs> he takes that dad approach. He all rough. <laughs> but no, but it, it, it definitely works. It's just kind of getting to know your kids. Some kids aren't affectionate like that, they're yeah. not cuddly kids. So it's just a matter of just kind of understanding. Your child, really. Yeah. And then figuring out the different ways that um, that you can get them to, you know, be a little happier. So and I always tell them, you know, you speak it, you know, like if I ask them, like, how was your day? Oh, I had a bad day. Well, you had a bad moment. I'm like, but otherwise your day was good, right? Yes, it was. I just had that one time. I'm like, so you had a bad moment. You didn't have mm-hmm. a bad day. So I try to remind them to always speak positively, you know. So if you, if you wake up, don't proclaim you're going to have a bad day today. Right. Don't say that. You know, say I'm going to have a great day. Well, I don't feel great right now. Well, you will. The more you keep saying I'm going to have a great day, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yes. So I know one thing when dealing with when I see them getting mentally frustrated, whether we're doing like a learning activity or, you know, anything, I learned that re- redirection, mm-hmm. literally, like as soon as I start seeing them getting frustrated, then I literally will switch up the activity and then they forget that they were getting frustrated because they're now doing something else, you know. So Christopher might start doing his books and he's reading, he's getting frustrated. And I'm just like, oh, you know what? Let's take a break from that. You want to do some writing? Let me see how you write your name. Let's work on your handwriting. And then Milani, mommy, I can write my name too. And she does her little scribbles. Like it's just switching it up and just kind of being creative mm-hmm. and kind yep. of what I think helps is just getting out of our own way. Sometimes we set ourselves up throughout the day to kind of like we don't have a plan. So therefore we're trying to wing it. And then they're looking at us for some direction because kids love routine and we end up getting frustrated. They get frustrated. It's, it's just like a never ending circle, you know? Well, you know, the opposite side of that too is kind of what is what I do. And Matt gets frustrated with me is that <laughs> I'll over plan. So mm. I'll have in my mind, I'll write the story how I want the day to go, you know, with everything that we're going to do. Right. And he says that I, I get so worked up and overwhelmed about it that then I'm not enjoying being in the moment. Oh, so, okay. you know, sometimes it's okay. Like he said to me, you know, last weekend, he was like, can't we just have a lazy Sunday? Like, do we really have to wake up and go right to the farmer's market and right to the playground? Like, sometimes you gotta wing it. Yes. Sit. Yes. No, I've I've been in that same position. Not now, having three kids. Now it's just like, I love having those lazy days. Like, literally. And the kids love it too. And they don't like having company. We've talked about this before. They don't like having company on the weekend. They want it to just be us. But yeah, I had to get to a point too where when I had certain goals for the day, if I saw that they were changing with their attitudes, then I would have to ask myself, okay, will this kill me if I don't get this checked off the list? Or what can I do now that has to really be done? And then what can I save for like later on tonight or tomorrow, you know, and just kind of push things off and just learning to be flexible has been a, a, a lesson in itself. Right. You know, the, the old Mona used to have an itinerary sheet printed out Listen. with everything that we're going to do. <laughs> and I used to get frustrated. I'm like, let's just wing it a little bit. Yeah, he likes to be spontaneous, and I'm I'm the planner. Same. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, itinerary with addresses, times. And then she'll to- get frustrated <laughs> when we don't <laughs> make the right time on time. <laughs> Listen, having, be, becoming a mom has definitely mellowed me out patience <laughs> patience yes because i'm telling you i was like on another level with it <laughs> oh this was before kids before you had an itinerary yes. before oh my kids. gosh yes no like it would literally be like chris well what time are you going to be done okay well if you're done at that time it takes you roughly 40 minutes to get home maybe 50 with traffic so i'll give you an hour and then by the time you get home and get changed we could be hitting the car headed there by this time like i was literally i'm such a planner like to the T. And then uh-huh. I would get frustrated if we're running behind, which most times we're running behind because of me. <laughs> <laughs> At least she can admit that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was crazy. I was crazy. <laughs> the, the, one, the one time, the one time that it took me probably like 45 minutes to get ready, she was all frustrated. I'm like, this is you every single time. Yeah. Right, but not this time. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh gosh. But no, it's it's funny. Um, but no, I definitely think that in t- anytime dealing with the kids, I know I sometimes laugh to keep from crying. Like yes. there's those moments where you just feel like everything is going wrong. Like I literally had everything laid out. We were supposed to be doing this, that, or the other. And literally the entire day. And I would just have to kick back and just start laughing. And it'd be like, mommy, why are you laughing? It's this is this is hilarious to yeah. me. Like this is just funny. Like But that's good for your mental health that yeah. you can do that. Ugh, Instead of like going sometimes. into a place where you're angry and miserable. And right, some people you know? lose it, yeah. yeah. Especially those frustrating days when like, you know, you have one kid that's showing out, acting a fool, crying, whatever, whatever. You finally get that kid calmed down, then the next one jumps on board. Now they're yelling and screaming. Yes. Those are the days where you really have to take a deep breath because yeah. you, you can lose it. You know, yeah. it, it's been times where Monique will be out and I'm dealing with all three kids. <laughs> and as soon as she gets home, I'm like, here, I'm out. I got to go. <laughs> Get in the car and be out driving around. I just need to go to the gas. gas station or something. Yeah, please. Yeah, I need to go to the grocery store, walk around or do something. I just need to get out of the house for like 15, 20 minutes. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. And it's funny because it's like they do take turns. It's like, wait, I just got you quiet. Now you're crying. Like, what are you doing? I know. Oh, my God. It's. It's it's insane. And um and there's no rationalizing with them. It's like you can't talk calmly to them and, and so I would one thing that has helped me, I would tell them, you know what? Go upstairs to your room and once you calm down and you're ready to talk and tell me what's going on, then you can come back downstairs. And they will sit up there ah, ah, and then all of a sudden you'll start hearing it get quiet. Then you'll hear the steps coming down the step, the, the you know, the footprints. Foot, yeah. yeah. I'm like I'd look and they're like, mommy, I'm like, oh, you, you're calm now. You're good. Yes, I'm good. All right. Now tell me, why were you frustrated? But because, because Milani, she always has to have a whole story and a reason behind everything. <laughs> like she's hilarious. So, but it does give them a, a time to like get it out. And I'm like, if you want to cry, go upstairs and cry. Cause I don't feel like hearing it, <laughs> you know? So they'll walk right on upstairs. They'll get it all out their system. When they calm down, they'll come back down. And then Christopher, he's always the one, mommy, I just need a hug. And I'll be like, okay, come on, give me a hug. But it's good that they go up there and kind of like recognize their feelings and calm themselves down and just like self-soothing. That's good. Yes. It's good when they do that. But it's been a couple of times when my daughter, she went up to her room and she starts tearing her room up. Stop. (laughs) Yeah, she'll pull her cover off, throwing her dolls around. Yes. And then I'll make her clean it up. And then she gets even more upset. But I'm like, I'm not cleaning this mess. I'm not either. Well, mommy, can you help me? No. I'm not helping you because you shouldn't have did this. Like, if you make a mess, you're going to clean it up. Right. And it's funny because every time that that has happened in the past, I noticed lately they don't do that anymore. No, they will not learned. even touch their bed. Wow. Yeah. She'll go they, sit in her bed and cry, and that's it. Yeah, wow. she'll actually get under the cover, and she'll lay there. And I'm like, I didn't tell you you had to get in the bed, but I wanted to. I wanted to. I'm like, okay, cool. But, yeah, it taught them, let me not make a mess because I'm going to end up having to clean it up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they, they, they don't like cleanup time. Okay, I, again, <laughs> I need to send Sam over so you can, like, teach him. <laughs> Does I he tear I up his room sometimes, too? He won't go to his room by himself. Oh, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> No, 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 nope. Look, I guarantee you, you set his little butt in there one time and say, listen, you sit there and you bet not move. And then threaten him with something that he really loves. Like I do put it's... him in timeout, but maybe I should just tell him to go to his room. Right. Yeah, I'm telling that you, it's you, the easiest thing in the world. That way you can get a break as well. Yeah. You know, he'll go to the room, he'll cry, and you can kind of relax a little bit. And then they'll calm down eventually and then come back downstairs. But you got to be stern on it first time getting that done. Right. Yeah. And then even when with their room, well, I do have a camera so I can see from my phone what they're doing. But, um, you know, their room is pretty kid proof. So, you know, it's not anything up there. Of course. That right. is going to like harm them. So, you know, like and what they do, I tell them to sit on their ottoman or Milani. She likes to get in the bed now, but they'll literally just sit there and I'll be watching them on a the camera. And it's like they'll they'll sit there and they know I have cameras. So I'm like, I can see you. I can mm-hmm. always see what you're doing. Can you talk to them through the camera too? No, okay. no. no. But I can definitely see them. And it, like right now, I'm about to log in and check on them. But, <laughs> but yeah, I can. I tell them all the time when you think you're getting away with stuff, you're not because I can see you. And so it kind of keeps them, you know, thinking about wait, is mommy watching? You know. But um, but no, they they definitely have their moments. But um, I feel like the more independence that you give your kids when it comes to their not just their physical interactions but their emotions um 
it does allow them to be a little bit more uh, advanced when it comes to expressing themselves. Yeah. It really does because you're not always constantly catering to everything that happens. You know, it's so easy to just cater to it and to give in. But mm-hmm. then, I mean, that's what I. What kind of kid are you raising? Yeah, you're creating a monster. Yeah. Doing that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. It, it'll it'll come back to you. Somehow, so I just wanted them quiet. So I know. Like, so it's you know, like, what do you want? Yeah, Whatever you yeah, want, here. please take it. You want it. this piece of candy? Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> yeah. And me, I'm the one that's like thinking about long term. Uh-huh. If I keep doing this, they're going to know. I'll give you an example. Just recently, um, we have a, a nanny that comes to the house and helps out with us with the kids when we have things to do. And Chase, you know, he's spoon feeding now. He sits in his high chair. Aww. He's a big boy. Um, and with me, one thing that I realize about kids, they're very smart. So if you give them a routine and you're consistent with it, they don't know anything else. That's right. Especially when they're babies. You know, Chase is using the potty. He rarely wets himself now. Like he literally, we put pull-ups on them now. Stop. Yeah, we use pull-ups. Wow. And, yep. And it's it's a consistent routine. Wake up, potty. Eat, potty. Before nap, potty. Like, He's constantly going and he'll start fussing and you'll be like, okay, okay, let me sit him on the potty just in case. Cause this might be why he's fussing. And then he'll poop, you know, like he, he's, he's really good with it. Wow. Um, so I only feed him his solid food when he's sitting in his high chair. And now he actually has his bottle in the high chair too. Now he's holding the bottle himself so he can give it to himself, which is great. So after he's done eating. So one day, he was having a little bit of a fuss because he was teething, so he was probably a little frustrated. So um, so the nanny actually took him out the high chair to calm him down, and then she started to feed him while she was holding him. So the next day, I go to put him in the high chair, and he st- stiffs, you know, it makes his yes. back real stiff, like uh-huh. he didn't want to sit down. And he plants and he's his like, feet. We all yes. know yes. that he's position. Like, uh, yep. Uh, I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? So then she tells me, oh, he was fussing yesterday. So I, I said, yeah, you just ruined him. <laughs> like, you literally just <laughs> All ruined this it. work. Yeah, and now he does that when you have to put uh, him. But we had to basically break him in and say, no, if you want to eat, you have to sit here. Mm-hmm. So now he's doing it less and less. But even Chris He tried it. me this morning, yep. the same thing. I tried to put him in his seat, and he arched his little back up, stiffened it, and then he planted his feet in the bottom of the high chair. And he didn't want to go in there, so I had to kind of like force him in there and then strap him <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, you're gonna eat this food in this uh-huh. chair, buddy. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm it's big like, with that too. Yeah. I'm telling you, one time you can change their rhythm and you let them know. Oh, I have an option. I don't have to sit here. You can hold me. I can sit on your lap and do this. Right, yep. and it totally messes up everything. Mm-hmm. So now we have to like break him back in, and um, he'll get it eventually. But it just sucks because it's like that's how smart kids are. People yep. be sleeping on them. I'm telling you, they're they're super smart. But um, I don't even know how we got on that. But yeah, that's that's yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We're still dealing with it. But yeah, but even with kids, even with babies, like they are very competent, <laughs> and they know how to get it, how to get over on you. And and they're they're massive manipulators at times. Oh, they I are. You. So they are. Jake is at um, daycare, and the daycare provider, she's so loving, and she was like. Oh, he only likes to sleep on me. Does he do that? Does he do that at home? And I'm like, no, no. I give him his bottle, put him in his crib, and say good night. Um, and she, but she's created it where right. mm. for her, he will only nap on her. And I'm like, well, that's not my problem, I guess. Yes. <laughs> He's taking advantage. He of yeah, exactly. <laughs> they know they can get away with it. It was funny when Christopher used to be in. Um, in it was like a little kitty school when he was younger. When we lived in Alabama. Um, one of the sitters, she was actually a teacher and she would sit for me sometimes. So one day she was putting him down for a nap and he always gave me a hard time. He wanted me to cuddle him to this day. He, mommy, can we cuddle while I go to sleep? No, I ain't got time for that. Like I got things to do, (laughs) but he would always want me to cuddle with him. And I literally watched her. She started singing to him. She laid him down on the bed and she put a blanket over his head and he knocked out really so i looked at her i said how'd you do that what witchcraft did you just use on my son <laughs> like she was like no i this is how i put him to sleep at school he likes for there to be darkness when he goes to sleep 
which makes sense because I've never used a nightlight with any of my kids. They will get mad if you leave the hall room, the hallway light uh, on. You should have so, just saw Allie's face when you said put the blanket over the head. <laughs> Allie was like, like what? Well, I'm just like, wait, you're putting you a smothered blanket smothered a baby on. to get the baby to go to sleep. No, like, it was like, okay. It was like lightly over him. Right, right. right. Okay. But, yeah, it was like, <laughs> So not what I was imagining. <laughs> like, uh, maybe she shouldn't have the job. It's not a thick, heavy blanket. Yeah. Uh, down comforter. Right. Yeah. That's hilarious. But no, so y'all should have been a little bit more descriptive. I'm over here like acting a like y'all can little see me. swaddle thing. Yes. Okay, it was like gotcha. a very yeah. airy like, wait, light what? blanket. <laughs> so yeah, she would just kind of like drape it over his head and he would knock out. He'd go to sleep. And, and that's what he liked. And then I was like, okay, I need to start trying this. It didn't work for me, but it works for her and it's easier for her. So I'm like, that's great. I wish I would have known this. So then right. when I had other kids, I knew, I was all right, let me put them down and try to get them to go to sleep and train them that way. But it's so crazy how kids are and how to get used to certain things. I love it. I know. <laughs> um, I was going to bring up one thing that I noticed um, very early on, which is actually part of the reason why I started Not For Lazy Moms. When Christopher was about a year and a half, he went from being a very happy kid to being very whiny, cranky, fussy, and I could not understand why. And uh, Christopher always slept in his own bed at the time. I mean, he was one and a half sleeping in a darn queen-size bed. And I had the little bed rails up and stuff, but he was—he liked his space. So he kept being so fussy that I said, you know what, I'm going to let him sleep with me tonight. And I let him sleep with me, and I noticed that he would wake up, and I could hear him almost like take a pause in his breathing while he was asleep. And he would just go, and then he would start crying, like whining. So I'm like, wait, he's not breathing well. I shouldn't be able to hear him breathing. And why is he pausing like that? That is the reason. That's one of the reasons that I was introduced to essential oils. Because I had to start researching how can I get my son to sleep better? And why is he having this pausing in his sleep? Is it the allergies? Does he have sleep apnea? Like I took him to all kinds of specialists, took him to the doctors. They wanted me to put him on different things. And I'm like, no, he's only a year and a half. That's too much for him. So I just like got online one day and I said, you know, natural ways to help a baby breathe when they're asleep. And then that's how I found essential oils. So I made sure I got the therapeutic grade, uh, 100% chemical free. um, And I started diffusing them. And when I tell you, his entire attitude changed. Even a sitter who I used to have come over to watch him, uh, he was a very wild sleeper. And she thought something was wrong because once she turned, I told her how to put the diffuser on. She turned the diffuser on, put him down for his sleep. She said, he hasn't moved all night. Like since you've been gone, he literally has been in the same spot. She said, I kept checking on him because that's not normal for him. And we started noticing that he would always wake up in the morning and be cranky. And then after he had a nap, he would be better. So it was just telling us that he's not getting good sleep. Right. So a lot of times when they, when your kid investigate their sleep, if you have really fussy, cranky babies or kids, investigate their sleep. Because a lot of times it's because they're not getting good quality sleep. Mm-hmm. They might sleep for 12 hours. He was sleeping from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. But he wasn't getting good REM sleep right. because he kept having those pauses and stuff like that. And he would, you know, wake himself up and he just wasn't sleeping well. He couldn't breathe. So my poor baby. So I started putting the, the oils in the diffuser and that changed my life. And then from there, I began learning more about essential oils and how to apply them to the chest and things like that. And those same oils I use whenever they're stuffy or congested so that they can get great sleep at night. And it's it's it literally changed my life. I, I will say I'm, and you've you know, I'm still the oil beginner. But using lavender at bedtime mm. has really helped Sam calm down. Yes. Like, and he loves to put it, he puts a roll on on, on himself. Yes, I saw when <laughs> you yeah. tagged, she tagged me on Instagram. It was so cute. He's like taking a rollerball and he's like doing it himself. Yeah. I was so impressed. Puts it on his wrist. <laughs> and yeah. It's awesome. Uh-huh. But that we also have the diffuser too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, that is like my number one go-to. Milani started acting out. Uh, a few months ago, and I started noticing that she was waking up and she was being very mean and just very, you could just tell she wasn't happy. And I'm like, Milani, what's going on? Did you not sleep good? Like, so one night I went in her room while she was asleep and I just sat there just listening to her sleep and she started doing the same thing. Hmm. Now I had, I, I, I diffused in the kid's room every night, but with her, she needed a little bit more. 
So I started putting RC essential oil by Young Living on her chest. It has different types of eucalyptus, peppermint, all of these things that really open up your airways. So I started putting RC on her at night and I noticed that it lasts for a good four hours and then I have to reapply. So I would do that for a couple of nights until I felt like she didn't need it anymore. And then she turned into a different kid it, 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 for whatever reason. I, and I notice it's when the seasons change Yeah, that they have a little bit of trouble. So I'll just put the RC on their chest and their back and underneath their feet, wherever. And I do it before they go to sleep. And then before I go to sleep, which is usually around 12 or 1 a.m., I'll do it again while they're asleep. And then they sleep peacefully. They That's wake up great. happy. Yeah. You know, and I will say that while sometimes it is, you know, you need to investigate and check their sleep, maybe tweak like when you start bedtime. Mm -hmm. But I also do think, you know, that app Wonder Weeks, have you ever no. heard of it? Okay. So you put in, um, I use it for Jake because he's four months. It's for babies and it lets you know when your child is going to go through a leap, when they're going to start being a little fussy, um, oh, when they're going to be cluster feeding. And it's always accurate. Like oh. Jake is always going through this mental leap, you know, when the app tells me, but they don't have it past a year. And I do think kids are still going through, you know, their brain is still developing. They're oh, still yeah. going through these leaps. So Definitely. a lot of times I just remind myself, okay, you know what? He's been grumpy the last couple of days. Like maybe it's just at this time and it will pass. He's figuring something out. Maybe he's stressed about something. Yeah. And you kind of just need to power through it. Yes. Yeah. No, that's definitely true. I remember um, there's this thing called a Zytoscan that you use with the essential oils. It's like a little device that you hold in your hand. Um, you hold it for like a minute and a half to two minutes and it scans your whole body system and it tells you what oils your body needs. Wow. So it detects stress. It detects hormonal imbalance. It detects pregnancy. It detects a lot of different things. So and the reason you know that it may be, for instance, stress It'll recommend a bunch of different oils and it tells you what those oils are used for mm. and what the ingredients are. And you'll start noticing a pattern like, wait, this one's for stress. This one's for stress, too. This one's for sleep. This one's for. So it starts to let you know a pattern that's going on in your body. Um, two years ago, my kids, whenever they did attend school before like kindergarten, Christopher's in kindergarten now, he's going to first grade. Before um, they started attending like real school, we kind of used school like a daycare. Like we would just like take them when we didn't have time <laughs> right. that day. So they didn't go all the time. So they both were being introduced to this new school. And I noticed they were just very unhappy. So I'm like, okay, is it the school? Is it what's going on? So I think because of the change in our normal routine, they were very stressed out. So I did this, the Zytoscan with both of them. They both had oils for stress. Wow. <laughs> it was like literally, and it was like a concoction that I mixed all the oils together. And I used a carrier oil. I think I used um, olive oil. So every day before they went to school and before they went to bed, and sometimes even after school, I would put their mix on them. They had different oils, and it probably is based on gender, you know, or they're just their body in general. They had different oils, but it was for the same thing. Hmm. And and it actually smelled like perfume when you mixed it all together. So they loved it. They would put it on their little wrists and rub their wrists together. So we did that every morning, and they were a thousand times better. Like, it was amazing. So I, I love Zytoscans. We definitely will be doing Zytoscans when we start doing our Not For Lazy Mom events. Okay, cool. So, yeah, yeah, because I think that is so important. And it really does kind of help people to figure out where they start. Because a lot of people get really confused when they're dealing with essential oils. They don't know where to begin. Talk about overwhelming. It yes. is. I mean, yes. there's so many different. It was overwhelming for me. Yeah. yeah. At the yeah. beginning. Yeah. When I first started learning oils, I, was, I have a girl who I love to talk to all the time. Her name is Rachel. She lives in Alabama. And I'll hit her up to this day if I don't know what to use. I'm like, she's like the oil guru. So I'm like, Rachel, what do I do? And she'll give me a whole concoction and the reason why. And and I learn more and then I know what to use the next time. So um, it is very overwhelming at first, but I have some essential oils 101 videos that are going to be on the website soon. And um, it gives you step by step why you use oils this way. Where do you put them? How do you mix them? The reason why it breaks down everything. So I can't wait till that's done being edited so we can post it on uh, notforlazymoms.com. But um, yeah, so to me, sleep is always the first place I check. Sleep and diet. Make sure they're not eating too many sugars. Yep. Uh, sugars are depressants. Like it, it will depress you. If you eat a lot of sugar, and you're walking around sad. Oh yeah, it's probably it's probably the reason. Like you gotta I, change your diet. Yeah, I mean Sam, he is one of those kids that has a reaction to sugar. It makes him super hyper, and then it makes him 
very crazy, sad. fussy, and sad, and <laughs> yeah. grumpy. Yeah, yeah, it, it it gives you a high and a, and a terrible letdown. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's so true. It's like with my kids, I didn't allow them to really have snacks and sugary things until they were after two. You know, their first birthday, they had some cornbread. Really? <laughs> Everybody else yeah. ate the cake. Promise to God. Yeah. So yeah, I I I limit how much sugar they take in the beginning. Even juices. My kids drink water. Yeah. You know, and- um, they they have orange juice for breakfast and after that it's pretty much water. Sometimes we'll give them Gatorade. Um, daddy does. Uh, which I don't really care for Gatorade, but Daddy likes to give him Gatorade, so that's fine. They drink coconut water too, though. Yeah, they that's drink healthy. coconut water. Christopher oh, doesn't like it. Milani loves it. Yeah. She loves it. Christopher, not so much. But it does change their palate when you can start them out eating really good stuff in the beginning. Why give your kids sugar? Why give them sodas and juices? Like, why? Nobody asked for that. Yeah. They didn't ask for that. I know. Give them some water. <laughs> like, they'll love it like it's nothing else. And there's no reason to introduce things to them. They're not going to die if you don't give them a freaking juice box. Like, I don't get that. But to each its own. Um, but, yeah, I try to not give them sugars in the very beginning. And it really does set their palate. My kids eat raw vegetables They'll eat raw sweet potatoes, raw asparagus, which I think is disgusting. Mm-hmm. But they'll eat it. They yeah, and they love it. Sam loves raw vegetables too. That's like really good. Much more than cooked. Yeah. That's the best form of the them best way. Anyway. Yeah, the nutrients. That's awesome. That's really good. So yeah, they like eating peppers and for a snack, give them some ranch dressing and they'll dip it in there and they love it. So I'm like, good for them. We're proud of them. <laughs> you know, so and then they don't really request sugar that much. You know, they they really don't require it that much. I'll give them a cake pop from Starbucks. They love going to Starbucks so they can get a cake, cake pop. pops are made for kids. Yes. Yeah, they are. They're Starbucks. disgusting. Oh my They're gosh. so doughy. Oh. It's like uncooked cake. It is. <laughs> yeah. It is. They love it. I know. Yeah. So I always say, yeah, investigate sleep. So these are basically your tips for today. If you're feeling overwhelmed, focus on the child first. You know, Try to set yourself to the side because you'll live. You're grown. Um, But yeah, focus on their sleep. Check their sleeping. Maybe one night let them sleep with you so you can hear. If they're tossing and turning, if you have a wild sleeper, definitely you need to invest in some RC essential oil. Mm -hmm. Like seriously. Um, If you can't afford essential oils, get a white onion. Yeah, your room might smell like an onion after a few hours, but it's worth it because it actually helps the, your child breathe. Yep. You know, I onions are amazing. swear by the onion trick now. Yeah. I tell everybody. Opens and it up. Opens yeah, it. and my yeah. friend yeah. was like, oh, now now his nursery stinks like an onion. I'm like, but did he sleep? And yeah. just air it out. <laughs> Who cares? Oh, I have a trick for that. So if you have a portable coffee maker, I heard brew of some that. coffee inside the room, it kills that onion smell instantly. So I mean, yeah. honestly, like I use an onion so much, I don't care. I feel like it's just always... <laughs> It's it's not even worth it to me to clear out the smell. Yeah, I mean you don't smell like an onion, so yeah, it, it's, Sam it's might, not though. in your clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, that stinky kid. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's 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 a great thing. Um, investigate the sleep, investigate the diet, um, find creative ways to get them to eat some vegetables. Uh, put them on a probiotic. They mm-hmm. have kids probiotics. I use Claire Labs, and uh, I have a probiotic for even Chase. It's an infant probiotic made by the same company. Oh, you good. add it's like a powder form mm-hmm. you put in their bottle. Um, so he gets that first thing every morning. The kids eat their probiotics after they have breakfast. They have their vitamins and their probiotic. Um, that would definitely help because when your body is craving sweets, even this is for grown people, it's because you have too much bad stuff in your system. And you, the bad stuff in your system is craving the sugar so that it can eat. So if you starve it, you'll go through a bit of a detox, but it's good because you're killing off all the bad stuff that That's requires sugar. Yeah. Yeast, all of those things require sugar to grow. So rid it, you know, do a little weak cleanse, get it out your system. You'll feel tired. Your body will go into overdrive of wanting snacks. It's because that's survival mode for the bad stuff you're killing. It's like, no, feed me, <laughs> you know, so real talk. But um, so, yeah, so those are some tips. And then for the parent, tips for the parent. I would say um, something that helps me is writing stuff out in my calendar of Mm -hmm. things I have to do. And for me, that keeps me from getting to that overwhelmed, stressed place when it's like, okay, what what do I absolutely have to do today? That's one list. And then below it, all right, what are things that like if I have time, maybe I can sneak it in, you know, run to the dry cleaner something like that, or can that wait till tomorrow? So really also visualizing it so you can see what's practical as opposed to just, you know, having it all build up in your head. Yeah. And if all else fails, count down the bedtime. I was yeah. just about to say that. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. you just got to focus on the big goal. 
getting them to sleep. That way you can get to your wine and you can relax a little bit. I feel like every Sunday at around like four o'clock, we always are counting towards bedtime. Yes. Right, right. Like, like okay. how much longer? All right, and this then is make a long it weekend. fun. You know, seven o'clock, run some bath water, put them in the tub and lotion them up. Now, when my kids get out the tub, it's like a full-blown massage session that goes on. <laughs> like we use African shea butter and anybody who uses African shea butter, you know, it's not like lotion. You can't just rub it on and think that's enough. You have to massage it into the skin. So my kids get full blown massages after they get out the tub every time. And that's so, a great way to like relax them. Yes. Right. That's good. Yep. And then that's when I take my RC oil and I rub it on their chest. I rub it under their feet. I rub it on their backs. Um, we have a massage oil by Young Living that we rub on their feet. We literally give them a foot massage and then rub the excess on their shoulders and they knock out. And now they're good, they're asleep, and then that's when it's time to crack open that bottle of wine or whatever it is that you like to do after the kids go to sleep, Mm -hmm. and life's good, you know? And then you go back to the room, and then you're looking at them like, oh, they're such angels. So peaceful. (laughs) While they're sleeping, definitely. Uh (laughs) It's so funny how quickly we will forget at times how much they just terrorized us. Oh, drive us nuts, and then as soon as they go to bed, you scroll through pictures of them on your phone. Yes. how cute they are. Oh, my God. And that pretty much is my confession. I count down when I'm overwhelmed. Well, I count down to bedtime. I'm like, all right, it's time to go to sleep. Same here. Even more, <laughs> even more reason to make sure your kids are on a routine. I, I mean, every parent does what they need to do, and I'm not judging. I do not understand how parents have kids who literally will hang up till 10, 11, 12 at night, and they don't have a bedtime or a routine. And I, I couldn't survive like that. I, I mean, I some people no. do, and and it's it works for them, which is great if it works for you. But for me, I need to know at eight o'clock. I have a solid break. Yes. <laughs> Even if that break only lasts a half hour because you fall asleep, at least right. it's there. <laughs> right. I used to fall asleep putting them to sleep. Remember that, I've Chris? Done that. Yes. We yes. would have company over. They'd be downstairs. We'd be ready to play some spades. And Chris would be like, she's taking too long. She probably fell asleep. Yep. <laughs> I'd be up there knocked out. All the time. <laughs> oh, Lord. But, yeah, that that's some good stuff. So, hopefully, this topic... This conversation will put some parents at ease and just let you know you are not the only one. Yes, right. you it's are normal. not alone. It's normal. Uh-huh. Yes, it's it's a normal thing, and it's all a part of raising our babies to be great people when they get older. Then you'll be telling them about themselves when they get up in age, and you know, and you'll miss those moments. You know, when they when they are driving you insane mm-hmm. because they're there, and then they're grown, and now they're off to college, and you barely Stop. see them. No, and, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. So I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying my little moments now. Yes, so um, moment of silence for all of those people out there who are feeling so overwhelmed because I know you need a moment of silence. So take a deep breath, breathe in, let it go. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure y'all tune in for next week's episode. Um, we always have something great in store for you. We're trying to go deeper with our topics, so I hope you're enjoying. Make sure you visit notforlazymoms.com. We have some great events coming up soon, so make sure you follow us on Instagram and on Twitter and Facebook. We'll be making some major announcements. We got some live podcasts coming up. If you're going to be in the D.C. area between October and December, I hope you can come see us because our events are not your average events. Mm -hmm. We actually turn up and have a good time. You'll make it a date night. You'll make it a girls night out. You'll make it a single ready to mingle. It's for everybody. And it's so good. So until next time, y'all take care. Stay boss and have a great weekend.